Hey everyone, this is Chili Chilton. So, Target. Lately I have been reading so many posts from so many quote-unquote Christians about how they are boycotting Target. They are not going, and to their opinion, anyone who does go to Target is violating the Bible, violating their standards, is validating homosexuality and other kinds of lifestyle. Hmm. (laughs) You know, it's funny how we are as Christians. We love to put a target on things as wrong. We can identify the wrong. And then over time, here we are justifying how it's okay now. I grew up in a very religious time of life. As a kid and as a teenager, I was told that movie theaters were sinful. And so we couldn't go to movie theaters. I don't think my parents actually believed it, but they were pastors and it was expected that they live above reproach. So we would have to sneak the movies on vacation or go out of town to watch a movie. And I remember trying to process that in my head as a kid. It's okay, but it's not okay. It's not a big deal unless certain people see you. Then it is a big deal. There was other times, like, besides movies, um, dances. Oh, my gosh. If you were to go to a dance you would basically be dancing with the devil. You would not be dancing with a girl. You'd be dancing with the devil. Your body would be moving in sexual ways. It would be just horrible. And, you know, it'd be such a violation of who we are as Christians. And even secular music was considered awful and demonic. And there were traveling evangelists and guys that would come to your church to teach you about all the evils of music. And I I agree that at times I got caught into it. I know that not everything that you put in your head is good and you shouldn't put garbage in if you don't want to get garbage out of your life. I'm not here to, to just swing completely the other way. But we were able to just put targets on everything and destroy them and destroy people in the process. If a person had a drink... They were drunks. If a person had a smoke, then he was vile. If a, if a person went to the movies, they were worldly. You know, I mean, it just went on and on and on. And so now as we face this target dilemma, it's kind of funny because we have put a target on it. We've now made statements. I've seen people that I know made statements. I will never go through your doors again. And And they're so happy that they're losing millions of dollars and whatnot. And yet I would wager to say, and there I go, I'm wagering. So again, gambling is certainly of the devil. (laughs) Um, And yet, man, every church, if if you look too close, there's a fantasy football league. And I think that's pretty awesome, by the way, taking place. I've had some of the greatest friendships through that, but sometimes there's money attached to some of those. And, you know, back in the day, that would have been certainly grounds for dismissal. 
And, uh, you know, way, way back in the day, my mom, right after she gave her heart to Jesus, said, I want to sing in the choir. So she showed up, unchurched girl. Her parents weren't saved. And when she got to church, she was wearing a pretty sleeveless dress and a little bit of makeup because she wanted to be in the choir. And she was not only thrown out of the choir, but out of the church for being inappropriate, even though she didn't even understand it. See, somebody had a rule. Somebody had a standard. Somebody said, how much lipstick's too much? What color's too red? You know, how short the sleeve should be or how short the skirt should be or, you know, whether a man should wear a hat or not or whether or not, you know, we've still got a lot of things that we, we go around. And you know what? If you think back a decade or so, um, Disney was one of the first big, big companies that began providing health care for same-sex partners and and I remember again the Assemblies of God which I was a part of at that time and many other denominations and Christian organizations were boycotting Disney Disney World Disneyland Disney movies Disney uh, stores and all of the toys and icons and everything went with it yeah well that didn't last very long I think about the time the Assemblies of God uh, had their general council in Orlando, the rule began to kind of loosen up a little bit because everybody on their free days was taking their kids to Disney and they were either going to have to say, you're all out, or maybe Disney's not so bad anymore. Disney never changed their rules. They never lessened their health care. They never changed anything. And you know what else during those times? There were good people that worked for Disney that got good health care. They were married Christian people that were a part of that organization and they loved their jobs. They loved being around people and children and serving others. They they had the best health care and benefits packages, but their churches and their pastors told them they should resign because it's a sinful place. And because of Disney's stance on homosexuality, they should not work there. And many of these people obeyed and they followed what their leaders told them or their churches expected of them. And they fell on really hard times without jobs, without health care. And uh, they gave up a job they dreamed about or they kept their job and they walked away from church thinking, I can't show my face in church because I kept my job, but I needed my job. Do you see what I'm saying? Friends, we need Christians in non-Christian places. Jesus put us on this planet to influence the world, not judge it and hide from it. We're not the judge. Jesus is the judge. You say, well, his word says that. Exactly. His word says a lot of things. It says things about not judging. It says things about not having self-righteous attitude and being prideful. You know, it's so disappointing that so many people get on Facebook and they just rant and they're so bold and they're so condescending and they're so unkind and yet they're not thinking about the individuals. They're not thinking about the person that works at Target, that's been waiting for a job, that's been unemployed for months and and now has a job that's going to provide them an opportunity. And they're Christians and they're on the inside and they have a position of influence and they have a position where they can make a difference in some of these places that maybe you think are too worldly or have values that aren't in line with yours. Imagine if only stores that we went to and the only restaurants we went to were ones that had your values. 
It's amazing too that back in the day, you couldn't even eat in a restaurant that served alcohol. You know, now we'll sit at the bar stool, you know, or we'll sit at the high top table and have our hamburger and tater tots. And maybe we're not smoking and drinking. We're just enjoying secondhand smoke and looking around. But it's amazing the things that we now say it's okay that we probably would have said we're wrong. And you know what? I bet you nine out of 10 or more of the people who said they're never going back to Target will go back to Target. Because at the end of the day, you're gonna like that shirt better, you're gonna like that product better than the one you're settling for at Walmart. Or you're gonna find out that Walmart now is loosening their standards and changing in a way and you gotta go somewhere to get your stuff, don't you? So don't look too closely at Kroger or don't look too closely at the car dealership or don't look too closely at any of these other places because you might find they have the same values as Target who was out front and public about it. We need to be a light in the darkness. Light doesn't affect the darkness if light just hangs out in the light. We need people with big smiles that serve people in places that have values that aren't in line with ours. You know, Jesus walked this earth during the time of Roman occupation. Rome occupation was so immoral, so perverse, worshipped all kinds of crazy gods, and Jesus was right among them. When did Jesus say, don't go there, or don't go here, or don't go there? The only time he ever got mad about a store was when religious people were, were, were ripping off other religious people in the temple. Then he kicked some tables over. Then he said, this is enough. But when they tried to pin it on him and said, you know, why should we pay taxes? Why should we serve Rome? Why should we go along with this immoral government? Jesus said, well, whose money's on it? Whose picture, I should say, is on the money? And they said, Caesar. And he said, give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. It's the same way for us. He's going, give taxes. You may not like Joe Biden, but you're still paying your taxes, aren't you? Or have you decided you're going to boycott that and never pay taxes again until you get someone who's righteous like Donald Trump? (laughs) I can't even believe I said that. That was a joke. You see, but compared to Biden, he's a saint, isn't he? According to our values, according to what we want, according to what we believe should be happening in the White House. You know what? Jesus Christ is the president of my heart. I'm going to keep that in mind and not to be so political when God wants me to be compassionate and loving, full of mercy and kindness. You know, there was a debate, and Paul dealt with this again with the Romans because. People were having a hard time that Romans were becoming believers. And they're like, but they do they don't they don't act like every other believer and they don't do things right and and, and they 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 drink or they do this and you know what Paul said in Romans fourteen, for the kingdom of God is not a matter of what we eat or drink. Oh man. See so you can't make a rule on it. You can't say it's what we eat or what we don't eat, it's what we drink or what we don't drink. He said it's the kingdom of God is not a matter of what we eat or drink, but of living a life of goodness, 
and listen to this, you guys. Not only goodness, but peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. He said in verse 15, or 18, If you serve Christ with this attitude, you will please God and others will approve of you too. Verse 19, So let then, so then, let us aim. Let's take out that word aim in verse 19 of Romans 14 and change it to target. So then let us target harmony in the church and try to build each other up. Let's aim for harmony. Let's aim to get along, to be a blessing, to be the one smiling. I'm not here to tell you that we should just look the other way and not have an opinion about some of the things Target was selling and doing. You know, we know they're wrong, and and I'm sure if you talked to the manager and brought questions up on the local level, you'd have a lot more effect than just ranting to a bunch of Christians on Facebook. It's the truth. So why don't we make the Target to not get so worked up about what we eat or drink, not get so worked up about trying to find rules to control people, who can be a member, who can be in, who can be a leader, who can serve in this capacity. You know who can serve in the church or in the kingdom? Servants. Servants. Not judgmental, self-righteous people who have arrived at some level that makes them think that they can now make all the rules and decide what's good and bad. You know, I'm thankful that we have people in Target. I'm praying for our local Target here in Alton, Illinois. You know why? Today, my wife began her first day, her orientation, as an employee of Target. And if anyone knows Netta, you know That's a win for the kingdom, and that's a win for that target, and that's a beautiful thing to me. Think about your targets. Aim for harmony. Aim for peace. Aim for joy, and try to build each other up. That's my talk on target. Peace.